Volume Three, Chapter Eight of Gwenwin. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading by Lars Rolander. Gwenwin, A Romance of the Wye by Main Reed. Volume Three, Chapter Eight. The New Mistress of the Mansion. At Langoran Court all is changed from owner down to the humblest domestic. Levin Murdoch has become its master, as the priest told him he some day might. There was none to say nay, by the failure of Ambrose Wynne's heirs, in the line through his son and bearing his name, the estate of which he was the original testator, reverts to the children of his daughter, of whom Levin Murdoch, an only son is the sole survivor. He of Glyngog is therefore indisputable heritor of Langoran, and no one disputing it, he is now in possession, having entered upon it soon as the legal formularies could be gone through with. This they have been with a haste which causes individuous remark, if not actual scandal. Levin Murdoch is not the man to care and in truth he is now scarce ever sober enough to feel sensitive could he have felt so at any time but in his new and luxurious home waited on by a staff of servants with wine at will so unlike the days of misery spent in the dilapidated manor-house he gives loose reins to his passion for drink leaving the management of affairs to his dexterous better half she has not needed to take much trouble in the matter of furnishing. Her husband, as nearest akin to the deceased, has also come in for the personal effects, furniture included, all but some belongings to Miss Linton, which had been speedily removed by her, transferred to a little house of her own, not far off. Fortunately, the old lady is not left impecunious, but has enough to keep her in comfort with an economy, however, that precludes all idea of longer indulging in a lady's maid, more especially one so expensive as Clarisse, who, as Jack Wingate said, has been dismissed from Miss Linton's establishment, at the same time discharging herself by notice formally given. That clever demoiselle was not meant for service in a ten-roomed cottage, even though a detached one and through the intervention of her patron the priest she still remains at the court to dance attendance to the ancien belle of mabille as she did on the ancient toast of cheltenham pleasantly so far her new mistress being in fine spirits and herself delighted with everything the french adventuress has attained the goal of an ambition long cherished though not so patiently awaited oft gazed she across the wye at those smiling grounds of langoran as the fallen angel back over its walls into the garden of eden oft saw she there assemblages of people to her seeming as angels not fallen but in highest favour ah in her estimation more than angels women of rank and wealth who could command what she coveted beyond any far-off joys celestial the nearer pleasures of earth and sense 
those favoured fair ones are not there now but she herself is owner of the very paradise in which they disported themselves nor does she despair of seeing them at Langoran again and having them around her in friendly intercourse as had gwendoline wynne brought up under the regime of louis and trained in the school of eugenie why need she fear either social slight or exclusion true she is in england not france but she thinks it's all the same and not without some reason for so thinking the ethics of the two countries so different in days past have of late become alarmingly assimilated ever since that hand red with blood spilled upon the boulevards of paris was affectionately elapsed by a queen on the dockhead of cherbourg the taint of that touch felt throughout all england has spread over it like a plague no local or temporary epidemic but one which still abides still emitting its noisome effluvia in a flood of prurient literature novel writers who know neither decency nor shame newspaper scribblers devoid of either truth or sincerity theatres little better than licensed bagnios and stock exchange scandals smouching names once honoured in english history with other scandals of yet more lamentable kind all the old landmarks of england's morality being rapidly obliterated and all the better for olympe near renault like her sought living by corruption she instinctively rejoices at it glories in the monde immonde of the second empire and admires the abnormal monster who has done so much in sowing and cultivating the noxious crop seeing it flourish around her and knowing it on the increase the new mistress of langoran expects to profit by it nor has she the slightest fear of failure in any attempt she may make to enter society it will not much longer taboo her she knows that with very little adroitness ten thousand pounds a year will introduce her into a royal drawing-room ay take her to the steps of a throne and none is needed to pass through the gates of hurlingham nor those of chiswick's garden in this last she would not be the only flower of poisonous properties and tainted perfume instead would brush skirts with scores of dames wonderfully like those of the restoration and regency recalling the painted dolls of the second charles and the delilahs of the fourth george in bold effrontery and cosmetic brilliance equalling either the wife of levin murdoch hopes ere long to be among them once more a celebrity as she was in the bois de boulogne and the balls of the demi-monde true the county aristocracy have not yet called upon her for by a singular perverseness unlike nature's laws in the animal and vegetable world the outer tentacles of this called society are the last to take hold but they will yet money is all-powerful in this free and easy age having that insufficiency it makes little difference whether she once sat by a sewing-machine or turned a mangle as she once has done in the faubourg montmartre 
for her mother, La Blanchisseuse. She is confident the gentry of the shire will in due time surrender, send in their cards and come of themselves, as they surely will soon as they see her name in the court journal or morning post in the list of royal receptions. Mrs. Levin Murdoch presented by the Countess of Devilicare and to a certainty they shall so read it with much about her besides if jenkins be true to his instincts she need not fear him he will she can trust his fidelity to the star scintillating in a field of plush as to the polar that of magnetic needle her husband bears his now fortunes in a manner somewhat different in one sense more soberly as in another the reverse if during his adversity he indulged in drink in prosperity he does not spare it but there is another passion to which he now gives loose his old unconquerable vice gaming little cares he for the cards of visitors while those of the gambler delight him and though his wife has yet received none of the former he has his callers to take a hand with him at the latter more than enough to make up a rubber of whist besides some of his old cronies of the welsh harp who have now entree at langoran several young swells of the neighbourhood the black sheep of their respective flocks are not above being of his company where the carrion is the eagles congregate as the vultures and already two or three of the leg fraternity in farther flight from london have found their way into herefordshire and hover around the precincts of the court night after night tables are there set out for loo écarté rouge et noir or whatever may be called for in a small way resembling the hells of homburg baden and monaco wanting only the women end of chapter eight read by Lars rolander